Just nothing just a piece but of that's meat all she wrong. ever wants. I know. I want to enjoy a miniseries with her. You know? <laughs> but no, all she wants is you know what. Just. <laughs> So, okay, remember everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. And please, for the love of God, go on IamMutant.com and use our discount codes, BigRon20 and Dusty20. Right? That was a strong statement. That was a, what, was a strong mask. Yeah, I feel it's it. As if, it's as if we're yeah. just fucking holding on for dear life, hoping they'll do it. I like that. <laughs> I just want. I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see if there's an impact. Well, I'm going to watch the numbers when this episode comes out and yeah. just see if there's an impact. They'll skyrocket. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know? I'm actually typing on there right now. I'm ordering something. I got to so order some free. all in. I have to try that because I can't go back to the pre-workout I used before. So it's a... Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's not a good thing. We don't want you being sick again. No, God, no. Right. Especially on the episode. Um, that was ridiculous. Yeah. It was unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I wasn't mad. Sweat. I was just disappointed. <laughs> I was worried about you. I didn't want you to have a jammer on the, on the podcast. What's know? a jammer? A heart attack. Oh, I never heard that term before. A jammer. Yeah, oh, really? that's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, jammer. Is that new? <laughs> Dusty, you've heard that, right? That's not new to you. It sounds old. Canadian it must be you Canadian. A jammer. Canadian. Really? A jammer. What happened to Dave? I mean, oh, Dave had a jammer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I want everyone to comment on this episode if they've ever heard of a jammer. And what country you're from. Yeah, yeah. and where you're from. I sort of feel like a jammer, just from the context that I hear it, it's a heart attack that you survived. Like, people don't use it. Like, if somebody died, they don't say, oh, he had a jammer. They say, oh, he died of a heart attack. You know, but if you had, like, a positive thing. No, it's a heart no, it's when you like you have to call an ambulance and they come and get you and you you know you live but you get the lecture and you have to stop eating burritos and <laughs> yeah you had a jammer yeah yeah he had to start doing some cardio Dave time for Dave to do some cardio yeah okay that's good well that's a good that's that's a good audience question I'm I'm curious is that Canadian I don't know or is it just me I never heard of it I like that though okay and it makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you always just got a picture the guy like, oh, you, you, know, you, like, you come out with a couple things every once in a while around that I know are Canadian. Like, like, like on the last episode, you're like, you know, I just, I, I take my nap, and then Braden knocks on the door, and then I just get up and I walk out into that loud music and I give her, the, the, I, the giver. <laughs> it's a Canadian, so Canadian. It's a giver. Giver. What? <laughs> that's funny because i've i've had people i guess they're americans i've heard them say like i've said like i ah, just got just give her and they're like <laughs> give her like give her and i'm like yeah just give her like what do you mean like give her like go go hard give her oh okay <laughs> oh okay it's so funny have you guys seen fubar yes uh, i don't know what that is you, you you've seen fubar dusty Yes, it's a Canadian, legendary Canadian movie, but it it was pretty popular and it got a lot of views. A lot of Americans saw it, but it was like a mockumentary. It was a fake documentary (laughs) made by these two guys from Calgary, 
And the whole premise is that they're 80s metalheads, but the year's like 2005, right? And this reality movie crew is following them around because they're going to start a band. I think I can't quite remember how it all goes. but So it's a fake documentary. But most of the people in the movie don't realize it's a fake documentary. Okay. Right? So they think they're deal they think they're dealing with two actual guys that are stuck in the eighties that live and look like metalheads and have like mullets and they, they talk like, Yeah, man, fucking gibber, dude. Yeah. Fucking it like they're really, really, you know, and very Canadian and uh it's hilarious. But Fubar is a great mockumentary movie that I recommend to everybody. It's a very Canadian staple. <laughs> I've never heard I've never heard the term mockumentary, but it's phenomenal. I don't know if you created mm. that, Ron, but it, I'm giving no, you credit no. for whether you did or not. No, you get credit. So Spinal stuff. Tap, Spinal Spinal Tap is like the original mockumentary when people think of like, you know, fake documentaries where not everybody's right. in on the joke either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of the people in Spinal Tap, you know, they're not all in on the joke. So Right. Okay. Oh, that's classic. It's a good time. I like a good one. I was going to ask you guys about something. Do you guys follow Andrew Huberman? He's like really big on Instagram right now. No. No? Okay. We go with your story because well, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. So this guy here, Huberman, PhD. Andrew Huberman. You guys follow him? Yep. He's been on Rogan and everything like that. Anyways. I've seen some of his quotes recently. Yeah, so he's he's very interesting, and he's talking a lot about dopamine. Yes. And how it's like, that's like our reward. You know, dopamine is like a massive reward for our efforts. And he's talking about how, I and the, the, the you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. He's got episodes about certain things specifically, but the general thing that I seem to be picking up, and obviously our viewers here, feel free to chime in in the comments and recommend episodes of podcasts that he may have been in and that sort of thing. But he's talking about how in this, a general theme of a lot of his dopamine stuff, we're not wired to be overloaded with dopamine with little effort. So right. when we do things that reward us with a lot of dopamine that don't require any effort, that's a big part of why we become addicted to things. Hmm. Right. Because, like, if you think back before technology, you know, in order for us to get dopamine, we had to like accomplish something or do we had to like Coke. or do something or work. You know, we'd build something or light a fire or chop some wood and make other people appreciate us. And, you know, we had to like get our dopamine rewards other ways. And now people can get them so easily with very little effort. And so he said, we have to be really careful that. We're he goes, obviously, you know, we've got to enjoy the finer things in life and everyone can get their dopamine hits here and there. But we have to be careful that we don't um, like desensitize ourselves so that we require such massive amounts of dopamine without any work. That's how, right. you know, that's how people get addicted to things. You know, the guys that fucking watch 12 hours of porn a day and all that sort of shit. They just, it's the dopamine hit and it, there's no other thing that can get them that much dopamine that won't require like a whole bunch of work. So right. that, that's sort of what is happening in the brain and same with a lot of drugs and, you know, a lot of other things too. So it's really is interesting to me. And I think about the stuff that we do, you know, with the bodybuilding and the training, 
you know, there's a lot of hard work involved, obviously. You know, and we talk about the rewards, the the dopamine hits we get from, you know, the first time you incline three plates for 10 and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. What are you what are your guys thoughts on that? And looking back with that sort of concept on your mind, like easy dopamine might not be a good thing for us all the time. You know, what do you think? I feel like it's more just just on the context you just gave. It's more dangerous for young people now than it is for us and not say it's not but because they're not old enough necessarily to have put in the time to feel the dopamine from a long-term thing (laughs) yeah you know bodybuilding is a a really easy topic uh for all of the listeners and stuff but even for us it's it's funny when i look back because it i never thought how long it took until i looked backwards and you're like oh Mm. Because it felt pretty progressive, you know, and, and but when you really get down to where you've actually seen some solid results, you're like, man, I've been pushing weights for X amount of years before anyone thought anything, you know. Um, but I think a lot of younger people, they don't have that. And immediate gratification has become something that people are expect almost. Yeah. You know, you really do expect that because, you know, we didn't grow up with it. So it's it's not it's not equal. We understood. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you want something, you got to work long and hard. That was always the thing: long and hard, long and hard. You want to do this, and now, I think that you know now that you bring it up, it makes sense why people are always looking for the faster, easier way to get that that dopamine. You know, and I also think it's why so many people are attached to likes and things on their social medias. Totally is, yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah, and they've got all the. You know, all the sense. research about you know, how so- Twitter Twitter uses the same things that the slot machines use. You know, when you open your Twitter app, there's a certain delay before the your new likes appear. <laughs> you right. know, like there's that little delay and then the badges come up at the bottom, right? You got five notifications. Mm-hmm. So you open your Twitter app and then there's like that moment where it's like the casino wheel is going and then bing, your badge comes up, 12 notifications. And it's a massive hit and we don't realize that they're to we're being completely manipulated by this stuff yeah right you know totally fascinating yeah it's in everything like youtube is huge with that too and they it it, it is constantly a dopamine something i'm really fascinated with and being in recovery i think that i probably have like a, a greater sensitivity to that like that quick hit type thing because i know that absolutely people like me people who are in my shoes we tend to look for that and it can be outside of drugs too like video games or relationships or or anything else it's something that like in order to really like in order to work on that i had to work on more than just like not using drugs it was like a it was a complete like re hard reboot basically but dopamine is a fascinating thing because at the same time it's it's dopamine it there's a book called the dopamine the molecule of more and it's all about how dopamine is all like dopamine is what gets us up in the morning dopamine is what yes. makes us like try to achieve stuff if we didn't have mm-hmm. like dopamine gives us the drive to hunt and to gather and without that you know the opposite of dopamine is serotonin serotonin is like the, the chemical of contentment and like when your serotonin is really high, you're just like you're happy with what you have. Versus dopamine is like, no, I need, I need more of that. It feeds on itself, you know. So it's it's kind of right. cool the way it works. I would say that 
anybody who's really high functioning, anybody who's like, like, like all three of us, I would say, are probably highly dopamine driven, like to be able to go out and be right. successful at things like high people who do really good in business, they're highly dopamine driven. So it can be a bad thing, you know, like in the case of Instagram, Twitter, all of that. But I think it can be harnessed to our benefit as well. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to just be aware of it. Yeah, because and then map it onto your own behavior. So, you know, like I've been, I've listened to a couple of interviews, like, you know, he was on Lex Friedman, this Andrew Huberman guy, he was on Lex Friedman and he's been on, like I said, Rogan and, a, and you know, all the big, he's like a big time podcast guy, like millions of followers. And, um, and he's a neuroscientist too. So he studies neurobiology and, you know, he's a, a associate professor at Stanford and all that crazy shit. So he's, he's really smart. And you listen to him talk about, you know, like, how to kind of like map your own behavior onto your, your, so you can see where you're getting your dopamine and why, where you're putting your energy into and stuff like that, you know, to kind of step mm -hmm. back and think of it, like think of everything you're doing as dopamine seeking behavior and then go, why am I, huh, that's interesting. I wonder if, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, like yesterday, I, I, like I said, I, I, I went for a ride on my bike. I didn't train yesterday, but I went for a ride on my bike and I played a bunch of guitar right and so i was like aware of my dopamine like happening yesterday yeah i was like oh mm -hmm. my god like you know and 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 i i started thinking i'm like man that's that must be why it's really tough for addicts to to get past that like overloading of of dopamine because they're de they're so desensitized that it takes a while to get sensitized again that must be a huge part of it absolutely you know right and 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 then you know you have to put in all this effort to, to get the, the dopamine from the, the, you know, the healthier activity, you know, like if to go out and do something for an hour and get sweaty and go for a run and, you know, or whatever you're doing. Right. So, mm -hmm. but once you're aware of, of like, just to have the concept floating around in my brain and being like thoughtfully aware of it is, is really interesting because, you know, even like the time spent on my phone, I'm like, I, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if this is dopamine seeking behavior or if I really actually have to check my phone right now. Hmm. And like that right. little thought runs through my head. Like it ran through my head a few dozen times yesterday. I was like, you know, one time I reached for my phone and I thought, I don't actually need to check my phone. Yeah. And I stopped. Right. I, I didn't, I, I like correct. I said, yeah, I don't actually need to check it. And I just right. like, made a little correction there. So just being aware of it, you know, has already technically changed my behavior. And how did that feel? I, I remember. Because it's not what you wanted to do, you know, to right, not check your phone. It, it felt, so I enjoy when I feel like I have gained knowledge that helps me live more in reality. Yeah. Does that right. make sense? Like the whole For matrix, sure. red, red pill, blue pill thing. Like yeah, I, I want, it. I want the red pill. I want to know what is actually happening in the world. I want to know real reality. I don't want any nonsense narrative. So anytime I learn something, even if it makes me like, you know, kind of upset with myself or something, I'm glad that I learned it. Cause I'm like there, now I live more in reality. I can adjust my behavior to, you know, that sort of thing. That's kind yeah. of how I see it. Yeah. 
You know? It's a is, is there so, a I mean, connection I'm Ron, gonna, between between the dopamine and the <clears throat> endless need hours to of porn? be no to be entertained <laughs> like to be to be plugged in because I get so annoyed mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm sure it's the same mm-hmm. in Canada but like at a stoplight you could tell that as soon as people stop they get on their phone oh yeah and then they're distracted then the light goes green and I'm like motherfucker Drive. it's a minute and a half you do not need to get on your phone no it's a habit yeah. Like, yeah, is there a connection with that? Like, I mean, they're checking their fucking likes or they like, oh, absolutely. It blows my mind the importance of that to me, because I'm like, you know, to me, social media is work. I I would not even have it if it wasn't for that. I just don't enjoy it the way that other people do. So I have to say, like, all right, in the morning, I'm going to get on and I'm going to work, do some things, whatever it may be, answer some whatever you know and then i'm done it's like a responsibility four times a day outside like the other day i yesterday actually i posted the the leg press video so i dropped it real quick in the tanning bed and it was going up and i walked away and four hours later i went on to see you know if i had any questions and it hadn't went up yet i was like oh shit (laughs) it didn't it didn't didn't, upload yeah so i had to shut my screen down and reopen it for it to even post i was like and that's what I mean by the gap. I was like, oh, I hadn't been on here in hours. I don't give a shit. I got stuff to do. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a fascinating thing, sp- specifically now that I ride the bike more, because I, I watch it because I'm aware that everyone's on their phone. They're driving down the road, getting their dopamine hit. I'm like, you get a hell of a dopamine hit when you run me over, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, talks about, <clears throat> he talks about how dopamine is the root of motivation. Yeah. So when we start to become when we find something that's too easy for too much dopamine we lose our motivation for other things Hmm. that are Uh. more difficult for dopamine so that's why addiction well for example addiction slowly eats away like you know like steven tyler famously said about aerosmith you know we we were rock and rollers who dabbled in drugs and then we became drug addicts that dabbled in rock and roll and and that's and that's that's what happens is you just you just switch behaviors because you're like well the dopamine's easier over here and there's more of it yeah so you you right. start doing less of your you know your work you start you know let's say you're an athlete and you get hooked on something you know whether it be video games or fucking twelve hours of porn a day you 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 stop you stop becoming as much of an athlete because you're not practicing as much you're just you're putting it off you you lose motivation for your other things you know. Well, so not only um, that, but yeah. like if you, uh, so I learned from Dr. Dean St. Mark out of Ireland. Um, we did a podcast about the, the science of insomnia. And, you know, like I was saying, that serotonin's at, you know, the yin to the yang of dopamine, that you have to clear dopamine out of your system in order to produce serotonin. So at nighttime, when we're supposed to be clearing that dopamine and building that serotonin, that serotonin converts to melatonin that helps us feel sleepy and restful and stay asleep. If we if we are on our phones or whatever, and we're constantly getting those dopamine hits right before bed, that's definitely going to interfere. So even if like you're like, no, I still do everything I need to for my sport, you you could be affecting your rest, you know, or video games. There's another one, you know, if you keep those dopamine, yeah. you're supposed to let all that stuff clear two hours before bed, but a lot of times we don't today. 
sure. he, he's got a bunch of courses. Like if I, I, I want to look deeper into this guy, cause like I said, I've seen his, his podcast and stuff, but he's got a bunch of courses on how to manage and maximize your dopamine response to, to maximize your motivation. Hmm. So That's cool. it's, it's, a, it, it all boils down to you can make yourself far more productive yeah. by manipulating your sensitivity to dopamine. So like the concept of dopamine fasting, where you don't allow yourself any reward for a while, you, you literally mm. don't do the dopamine rewarding things for a while to make yourself more sensitive to dopamine. And then you, you know, reintroduce, reintroduce it, but manage it to drive your motivation higher. It's really interesting concept to me because you're, you know, manipulating your own brain chemistry to make yourself more productive. And I don't know, just, it's just cool. I, I think there's a lot, there's a lot down this path of understanding this stuff, you know, maybe we can, you know, make bigger, better bodybuilders because of uh, dopamine manipulation in the future. Who knows? Absolutely. We all worry about the, all the gear, but what about the brain chemistry, you know? Not everybody's sure. got the best genetics for for all that too. So yep. maybe there's a maybe there's something you can unlock motivation wise, you know. But I'd love to hear from people who watch the show who who you know are into this guy and 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 have read the same articles and all that sort of stuff. Okay, that's cool. Absolutely, good topic. There, that that's my contribution. Someone's got to go next. I like that. Does Dusty? A, I'm done. Dusty, do you have any? Uh, um, any? What? What was your uh, overrated, underrated? Do you have any of those today? You know, I didn't build any, but I always have them because it's freaking easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, okay. So, well, first off, Ron, I have to tell you this side sidebar real quick is uh, I started that Watchers show this weekend. The watchers. the watchers. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said you watched that? No, but I thought it looked really good. It's is it good? Only two. We're two episodes deep, and yes, it's a train wreck. It's amazing. So I think there's only six episodes in the whole thing right now, but uh, definitely something you should just jump into. We, I, if I wasn't old, I could have watched the entire thing last night. So it's about it like a haunted house, right? Isn't it a haunted house or something? Just Ooh. basically, that's yeah, the premise. The base, the basic of it is, is you move into this house and all of a sudden you essentially start getting letters from someone more or less asking you to, you know, pressuring you to leave in different ways. Like not just saying leave. Right. And the problem right. is the people who are in the house are trying to figure out who's doing it and where it's right. coming from. And the okay. the character that's in the house currently who just got it, they start like reaching out to people who've lived in the house before and asking them their experiences. Okay. Okay. And Say what no went more. down with them. Yeah. Train wreck. Say no it's, more. It is fantastically amazing. Okay. I was like, Ron would be all about this. So I'm actually thinking I'm going to just download the last four for the flight. Like, ah. There's some flight time. <laughs> It's a good plan. You know? Think ahead. <laughs> I was okay. trying to think of because lately when, when you fly enough, the the options on the flight for movies, you end up you're like, well, fuck, there's seven hours left. I'll watch this piece of shit because there's nothing else. Like yeah. you, you need and, some that you brought. 
of your own. And you we're know? forgetting the last time I flew, I turned off two fucking movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes, I, yeah, absolutely. Two fucking movies. Right, know? I'm, I'm going to pull up because and, I actually still had some. Okay. Lists, so keep talking. Okay. Did you finish Dahmer yet, Scott? So we got, I think we're like seven episodes in, and we were like, you know what? Okay. We're going to stop watching it. That's what we decided. We didn't like the energy. Both really? of us agreed. We we're like, we don't like the energy that it's bringing to us. We both kind of stopped. <laughs> I was the one who said, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like watching this tonight. She was like, you know, I, and we, so here's the thing about Victoria. She gets like, if we watch a TV show, she like, it's important to her that we watch the entire thing. And she wants to see it all. Yeah. And we can't like take a break yeah. from that and watch an episode of like Pawn Stars. We have to like watch that whole thing through. And I said to her the other night, I was like, you know what? I don't like the, we had like our date day. It was this really good day. And we got these Honeycrisp apples from a farmer's stand and we're eating the apples and we turned Dahmer on and it was just like creepy and shit, you know? We're like, I don't, I don't like the energy this is bringing to uh, us right now. And she was like, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't be upset if we didn't watch the rest of this. And I was like, okay, we turned it off. That was it. Did you watch there the you end? There you go. We know what there. happened. Got, uh, <laughs> I can tell you what happened. <laughs> yeah, you do it, yeah. <laughs> we're at we're on episode nine, I think. We're on episode nine, so we're almost done. Okay. But yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty cool how they wrap it up. They they start spending like like the last few episodes they spend each episode kind of focusing on one person. Like that's where we were at neighbor. We yeah, were at so the did you what we were the at the, the deaf the guy. We're at the deaf guy. Oh, the deaf guy. Yeah, that was a tough episode. Yeah, and Victoria was like, was I don't want to see this guy die, you know? And so Yeah, that was a tough episode. So that's where and we then, cut it. Um Yeah, so you didn't you didn't watch the rest of that one? No, no, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a tough one. And then the next episode is they follow the neighbor. They talk about the neighbor Glenda. They do oh, that whole like yeah. how many times she called the cops. They show her story of like calling the fucking cops over and over and over and yeah. complaining to the landlord about the smell and all the shit that she went through and her encounter with Dahmer where he comes into her place one time and sits down and doesn't want to leave. It's oh, a really shit. creepy encounter that she had with him. Yeah. And, uh, and then episode eight is his dad. They kind of follow his dad and how his dad was like, you know, not seeing the red flags and how his dad blamed himself a lot for shit. And yeah. yeah, it was really crazy. And he's like in the courtroom now and everything like that's all, you know, he's been sentenced and everything. So we're almost done, but Whew. just, just, uh, the next, you know, it's a, it's a <laughs> fucking insane. It's insane how many times that neighbor called the cops on him. Yeah, that kind of infuriated me when I saw that part. Like, not on the show, but when I learned how far that went, you know? And they turned yeah, a blind eye. Like, lady, you call all the time. Like, what yeah. do you want us to tell you? Your neighbor's, your neighbor's place stinks. Yeah. You know? Did, um, did they go into any depth about her once he was caught or no? Like, as far as how well, yeah, she there's... felt about that, her reaction? I mean, she had to have been a fucking mess after that. You imagine you're like it stinks, what, it stinks. No, those are just dead bodies. You've been smelling dead bodies for the last year yeah, or whatever, no, six months. No, she's she's trying to. Well, people forget that um, you know Reverend Jesse Jesse Jackson 
Reverend Jesse Jackson, who loves, you know, he's always not too far from a big story. He showed up <laughs> mm-hmm. for this because of all the, the young black men and minority men that were murdered, right? So he showed up and he's asking questions. And so he goes to Glenda and listens to her story. And then he's like, I'm going to make sure that everyone hears your story. <laughs> like, right. so, so Glenda, Glenda's a big part of, you know, what we know now about Dahmer and hmm. all the police stuff. Glenda's a huge part of that because she she told her story to the world about how she called them and reported them and they gave that young boy back to him yeah. at that time. Damn. Like, his fucking brutal. Like, no, no, take him, take him, take him, just get him out of here, you know? So, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It's not a fun series. Like, yeah. we, don't, we don't watch Dahmer and then have sex. Yeah, we're at the end of date day. Got the Honeycrisp apples going. It wasn't. It wasn't setting the mood. You know what I mean? The only way we 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 can watch Dahmer is if we we start date night a little early and do the sex part first. Get it out of the way. Uh, yeah, get it out it's of the a way. It's a good date day if you ask me. I like how you guys just turn it like, by the way. Get it out, as if it's something you don't want to do. Get it out of the way. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> that's the best part. Get that that's out of a, the way so we can watch an axe murderer movie. So we can really <laughs> get here one. Sex thing out so we can watch way. a guy eating dicks. Oh, my <laughs> girlfriend always just, always just exactly. wants sex from me. Just nothing just but sex. That's all she ever wants. I know. I want to enjoy a miniseries with her. But no, all she wants is you know what? Just, <laughs> just, like, just that's it. That's fantastic. You know, yeah, you get it out of the way early. Start date night early, and then you can make something to eat and relax and watch an episode of Dahmer, and it's not such a bummer. It's a good plan. If we, if I get the, you know, the inkling to finish it, that's that's what we'll all. <laughs> I'll employ that plan, you know. Maybe get a little takeout, you know. Get the romance done first part of the day while the sun's up, you know. Now yeah. come in yeah. here, babe. I have the next step. Yeah. And now we yeah, turn yeah. on this guy eating dicks. There's <laughs> <laughs> the title of this episode: This guy eating dicks. Turn oh, on this guy, show about this guy eating dicks. Quote Scott McAllister. Do not let the, Just to the be people clear. that uh, associate. <laughs> there hasn't actually been a dick eating scene technically. Okay, good. That's good. So, yeah, that doesn't, you know, that hasn't happened yet, fortunately. Sorry if I'm starting rumors, guys, about that. No, fucking from dopamine didn't to, to dick Didn't mean to. We got you covered. Yes. Oh, God. We're good. Okay. All okay. Right, all right. All right. I had What's a couple, next? I had what a are we doing next? questions, too. What's that? Oh yes. Well, okay. I thought you, couple, I thought you were adding over quick, you, you, a couple quick over unders, overrated, okay. underrated, okay. or in Scott's terms, accurately rated. <laughs> that Scott, can't the be Canadian an American. You guys, I asked. We, I can't remember what it was. Victoria and I were on our our walk, our date day walk, and I asked her something. I was like, "Hey, do you think that this is overrated or underrated?" And you know what she said? She's like, "I think that's like." It's rated the way it's supposed to be. I was like, no, that's not an answer. <laughs> you threw so it right back it. That is not a choice. Fucking <laughs> <Talk to> Canadian. <laughs> Go doing that to All us. Right. First one is for Scott. Accurately rated. Or underrated. <laughs> Accurately <100% laughs> rated. Apples. <laughs> 
Question for Scott. Burp, accurately rated. <laughs> Final no answer. No matter what it is. Final no answer. No matter what it is. Final also, answer. Honeycrisp apples, you said? Yes. Uh, it's totally underrated. Caveat, you got to get them. Like, we have this farmer stand literally at the corner. They're literally the best apples I've ever had in my life. And comparatively to a grocery store, Honeycrisp, that may be hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? But... They're, they're they're amazing. They're like the best, literally the best apples ever. So, I'll say do you cut underrated. them up or do you just bite into them? We cut them up. They have. I weighed one of these apples. Actually, shout out to uh, Jerry who watches the show. He suggested the farmer stand to begin with, and uh, he Thanks, picked Jerry. up an apple that was like a pound. All right. So I've been getting these apples there that are literally like a pound. So we slice it all up. Put it on a plate, and then we watch a little Dahmer and share an apple and, and give a couple pieces to the dogs. It's uh, yeah, we slice them up. That's the way to go. You let your dogs watch Dahmer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you feed your dogs apples. Yeah, Victoria got the dogs eating everything. They'll eat like broccoli if she feeds it to them. Oh God! That's All so right, funny. so now I know. You should try out putting okay. caramel on those. By the way. <laughs> Just saying. I got to try I'm a honey crisp apple. apple. I don't think I've you ever never had, had one? a honey crisp. I've hmm. never heard of them. No, I thought it was like a candy. Like I thought you were buying like a candied apple. No, they're like, they're no. very popular. So it would be easy to you say know? overrated too, you know, because they are a very okay. popular apple. There we go. All right. This this one. I have a question. To me, but here we go. Go. Are, 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 are honey crisp apples red or green? They're red. They're reddish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Reddish. Okay. I'm a, like I'm, I'm a red. red you're del- thinking. I'm a red delicious yeah. guy. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna eat an apple, like if someone you know if I were to eat an apple, it'd be red delicious. We need to change his world, don't we, Dusty? Yeah, I'm telling you, the red delicious does not hold a candle. You'll never eat a red delicious world. again. Really, you will oh, change, yeah. change, change my And I'm not like a huge apple guy, but that's not even a quote. It's they're sweet enough that you could think they have sugar in them. Like okay, like sugar added. <laughs> Right, right. Like you're spr- yes. like Dusty sprinkling Splenda on everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty Which much. Yeah. Okay. Splenda on bread okay. and butter is good. Stop judging me. Anyways, Starbucks. Overrated? Underrated. Overrated. This- I'll go with underrated just to be, you know, I'll come up with a reason too. <laughs> I'll come up with a reason. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> He doesn't even care. <laughs> Scott is making this show so much better. I'm putting, my, on I'm putting myself it. on the line with real answers. And he's just throwing out, ah, throwing he's just his answer defending out. Seattle. But I don't stand behind it. That's a good I'll way to figure out why while Ron answer answers his, his why it's overrated. Well, I try, I'm choosing underrated, but I'm not standing behind it whatsoever. <laughs> Well, here's this. I like Starbucks. uh, And the reason I like them is because they're consistent. So no matter where you go, you you might get a hit. Yeah, it's always expensive, but it's always you're paying for that consistency. And no matter like you, you, I've gotten some shitty coffees in my day. But if I go to Starbucks, I know exactly what I'm going to get every time. It's true. Like a Holiday Inn Express. But does like it make you like a doctor? Express. It's like a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Close. Just saying. You can meet a doctor there. All right. So you're going. You're going with so, consistency. But what do you order at Starbucks? Because you said consistency, which means you always order the same thing. What do you get? I get a americano, like usually a americano quad shot. Nice. Good choice. I give you that. 
And Ron, why is it overrated? Um, people are, are I, I understand they have a great business model. They're very consistent. They have a great product. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I went to, you know, I've, I appreciate the business. But I think it's overrated. Um, I, I think a lot of people are just way too brand loyal to Starbucks. Like, I've been to a lot of other great coffee places, but, like, some people... They, some people are crazy. Like they will spend like eight bucks a day at Starbucks for years, Dusty. Like these people, they don't realize what they're doing. <laughs> Do you know, what, you know what's funny about that though? For real, is I literally had this conversation like five months ago. I was like, "Do you know that I used to go to Starbucks twice a day?" I remember you telling us that. Day yeah, yeah. And get just and, and yeah. the funniest part was I was just getting straight shots of espresso over ice. Right. So it's like that's good. There's nothing to it, and you're spending three bucks, so six bucks a day, yeah, for that. And it's like it, it is funny, and I also find it very interesting, especially now, like looking back, I would make those decisions when I made less money, and then right. as you start to do better, you're like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, why on earth would I spend that? Now we have a French press. I'm like straight old school now. She bought a French press, the best coffee on the planet. It's just yeah, coffee. that's all I drink. We do Another it on a special too, occasion. It's only a special occasion. We don't make a habit I, of it. I, I have to say, I make French press coffee at home, and I just make black coffee and put a Splenda in it. That's all I ever drink. Yep. Right. All you need. And we even buy, like Emily often buys the Starbucks ground coffee, you know, like the stuff in the Starbucks bag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love our coffee. It's awesome. And sometimes when I go to Starbucks and I just get a black coffee, I'm like, ah, this isn't that good. I don't know what it is. I don't think their, their coffee coffee's sucks, like actually. the best. I don't think, I think it's the best terrible. coffee It's over-roasted. Yeah. No. Is that what if it is? You, like, I, Oh, yeah. It's not. If you're looking at actual coffee, and this is for somebody who spent $10 million there, their coffee <laughs> sucks. Like, seriously, in the States, go to Circle K, 92 cents. Great cup of coffee. Good to go. I don't know what the fuck you, it is. You know what I will give them credit for, though? They have a really good chocolate chunk muffin. It's delicious. Well, I'm a big fan of the, of the lemon loaf. It's... I don't know how it's worth go. three fucking dollars, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. We're not getting into that. I give them so much credit, though. As a as a business, you have to just be like, yes. You came yeah, out there with was a product a spot. that already existed in 10,000 places and then blew it up all over the world and convinced morons oh, like me to spend $4 on shit, coffee, and sugar. Yeah, it was like 90 cents they before they came along anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Aren't there, aren't there dozens of examples, probably tons of examples, like in downtown Vancouver, there was two Starbucks kitty corner for one another. Yep. Like, they do it all yeah. they have like, yeah. there'll be like a Starbucks on the corner and then across the street is a mall and in the mall, there's a Starbucks. So there's like two Starbucks. And in both places, one, there's a line. Or pack. You know, <laughs> I was uh, like, sure, sure they've had all three or three or four corners somewhere. It's probably New York City <laughs> Right downtown yep. Manhattan, they probably have four in a block. During their like big boom, like late mid nineties, I was at, in Seattle for a little bit, and walking down, it was like I was, you know, 
I can't remember what street it was now, but just like walking down one of the main roads, like into downtown, you literally could see, be at one Starbucks and see the next one down there, you know, walking distance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Easily. They're everywhere. Crazy. Next option. Fasted cardio. Way overrated. Underrated. And I'm I'm not just I'm not just joking. I'm not just I'm not just saying it's just different. So you sure made it look like because you waited for him to say way overrated and looked dead in the eye and said underrated. Fucking no. underrated, Ron. Ron is wrong. No, that's a, um I so fasted cardio is great. Um I, I know people that really love doing their cardio in the morning. It like changes their day. Like and I, I, am, I imagine just exercise first thing in the morning is good for you anyways with your, you know, how you're going to feel, sets your mood up, all that stuff, motivation, all that stuff. So, yeah, morning cardio is really, really awesome for some people. Um, but I don't actually believe it really makes that. I just don't think it makes a difference. I think it's important that you do your cardio. I think there's a couple of times that are good ideas to do your cardio and a couple of times that are bad ideas to do it. But I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's the type of thing where you must do it even if you work at like some people work at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. They get up at four to do fasted cardio. And I'm like, I just think that's ridiculous. Or they train first thing, ways. you know? Yeah, they train first thing. Like it's hard, but I don't think you have to do it. No, some of my very best years, I didn't do a single minute fasted cardio. It was all just done elsewhere. So. A lot of my cardio was just walking my dog or like walking around the neighborhood. And I'm totally in agreement with that. But the reason I think it is underrated is because now I have people coming to me and I hear it all the time now that people think like cardio is just walking. People think like, well, I got my steps in. And I think that getting your like, I don't really do cardio. I just get my steps in. And getting your steps in is different than like walking on incline at 3.5 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? And so squeezing your glutes. Yeah, it's different. And I think that so cardio in general, I think, is really underrated at this particular point. I mean, I did a video like in 2016 or so, and I was walking my dog and I was like, hey, guys, this is my cardio. I'm literally walking my dog, you know, give a chance to get my dog out of the house. I don't have to be in the gym, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, people weren't really doing that. Now everybody's doing that. And they're like, oh, you don't have to step on a treadmill ever. And I, there is a point, like I would do all my cardio walking outside, but at a certain point, I needed to start adding some on the treadmill, you know, to be able right. to get the heart rate up and stuff and be able to, and it, it, it mm-hmm. I did see a difference and I do see a difference with clients too. So, and mm-hmm. I do think that for all the reasons you said, Ron, I like, I like fasted, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's a mandatory thing, but like mm-hmm. for me, at least it like sets my day and stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. So I'm a fan. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think you nailed it is it's, it's not that it's magically better for losing body fat. It's literally, I, I feel the same way. Like I bought a treadmill over the weekend just because it's easier to wake up, do the cardio. And then I'm awake, you know, especially cause Ron, I told you I've been doing that, um, 36 milligrams of melatonin before bed every night. It takes like an hour to get going. Um, I'm also taking two scoops of somatomax, but whatever. We won't discuss that. I got to talk to you about Um, that melatonin because that's a plan I'm trying to get on. I got to talk to you about that. It's awesome. But I mean, it literally, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, my eyes are open. I'm not actually tired. 
but I got to drag my ass down the stairs and get moving. So the treadmill definitely gets the day cranking. Um, but what I think is funny is it, it does fall into that realm to me of those bodybuilding things that scientifically don't make sense. Like you can't argue that it you burn the calories, you burn the calories. But I swear, just like I swear that fish versus chicken, I look a little different when I crank away fasted cardio. So it's uh, – it's one of those deals. And I definitely agree with you, Scott, that the steps thing drives me crazy. Oh, just walk around your house. You're out of your fucking mind. Like, I, I would be on the incline, like, cranking steps, like, squeezing that back leg, hamstring, and glute every fucking step. Like, it probably looked hysterical to watch me walk <laughs> because there was so much focus on what was moving. I think I was pushing the belt more than it was pushing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's another thing you can do. You can actually get on one without turning the belt on if you want to really get a workout. Okay, now let's get into some important things. Crumble cookie. Okay. What's Ron crumble, cookie? crumble cookie is? I don't either. But I'll definitely say underrated because I like all cookies. It is a cookie place. Oh. Weekly releases. Pull it up. <clears throat> I will. Scott, get emotional. <laughs> Every week they release a certain amount of cookies, and it's it is emotional. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not like I just need a chocolate chip cookie, so it's overrated to me. But hmm. they have one in my. They have one by me actually. Look at that. Look at I that. mean, that's a shitty picture, but they still look delicious. Yeah. So that yeah. So they have a different variety every week. They're pretty. It's very popular in my house. Um, huh. But I consider it overrated. Look at so. that cookie, Ron. Does that look delicious to you? It does. I'm. I mean, I'm not fooled by a cookie just looking great. There's a lot of <laughs> women do that. Know, there's a lot of cookies, cookies out there that look great. You know. <laughs> we still talking about cookies. Um, <laughs> you can dress a cookie up. It doesn't fool me. <laughs> All right, here we yeah. go. This is a, this is a good one for the timing. Um, seasonal movies. I changed it from Halloween to seasonal movies because I want to know all of them. Because Halloween movies is one thing, but you got You guys got to go straight in. Christmas, Halloween, all of it. Overrated. Underrated, I'm gonna. Go. I'm gonna say. I know. I'm always. I'm almost always the bearer of of hate and vitriol, and I overrate everything. I'm gonna say there. <laughs> Holiday movies are underrated. How's that? Underrated. I think I regret. This is my one regret, regret. in life. Regret. One regret. One. And it relates to a no movie. Regret. <laughs> one of my only regrets is that I have not put more emphasis on, on like choosing a holiday-related movie to watch for the event. You know, I think of all the Christmases I watched like non-Christmas movies. Yeah. And when you watch it, it's so much fun. funner when you watch Die Hard. Yeah, true. You no, know? valid. A true Christmas movie, you know. The truest. No, I. Right, Scott, I, I appreciate. I appreciate holiday related movie now. Like I'm gonna make Emily sit and watch a, a Halloween movie with me. I'm gonna say we got to pick something. I don't care what you pick. Nightmare on Elm Street if you want, but we're watching a Halloween related movie. That's a yeah. Um, that's a good one too. Like the original. It's fun. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I, I'm gonna. You know what? I'll side with Ron on this one. 
What? I, yeah, I, no, I, unbelievable. I, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a soft place in my heart for. I'm sentimental, you know. In the holiday movies, they just bring all that back every time you turn them on. So that said, I haven't watched a holiday movie uh, in a really long or any movie really in a you know in a while so but i like that idea like i like the idea of like we're gonna watch that holiday movie you know we're gonna watch you say that ron about the halloween movie and i'm like fuck yeah we're gonna do that it's not really gonna happen but i'm thinking right now i'm like yeah we're totally gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) so you're gonna present so you got a lot of firsts coming out though scott like you have your first halloween as a married couple now that's true and That's then you true. have a first Thanksgiving. Well, I guess you already had one in Canada. You have the first Christmas. You got a lot of things or Hanukkah or whatever bullshit you go with. Um, you know, so you got to figure out this stuff. You got to decide. Like, you got to bring up Elf or what you're going to do. You're right. You know, we don't. Here's my advice. Yeah. Here's my advice. When you're picking a holiday movie, whether it be Halloween or maybe it's Thanksgiving and you're choosing from the array of Thanksgiving movies, <laughs> Die Hard 2 would be my suggestion. <laughs> um, you have to commit. You can't just sit down and flip through Netflix because you'll waste 90 minutes. Oh, I fucking hate that. Oh, decide. Yeah. Before you even start. Oh, well, yeah, we're, in the, we're in the Christmas movie section and, we, and you're dancing around and we all know what happens. Nothing gets watched. So you decide beforehand, maybe you look at another day, like a week out, you look and you're like, okay, we're going to watch four Christmases and bad Santa. Those are yeah, the two we're watching. We're committed. Person, by the way. You decide we're ahead. Committed. You decide ahead. Yeah. I like that. Committed. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys like don't really, you guys don't do Halloween like we do here. I think, Ron, you may not know that. This is what I've learned because we, you know, walk the dogs. People decorate a lot for Halloween here. And also, too, we start a lot earlier because you guys have Thanksgiving, then Halloween. We have yeah. Halloween, then Thanksgiving. So, like, we started decorating for Halloween, you know, weeks, ago, like in September, you know? It's like our Thanksgiving. We don't really decorate for Thanksgiving. We just go straight to Halloween when October starts. Mm-hmm. So, right. October 1st hits, all the stores are full of Halloween candy and there's Halloween stuff going up. And yeah. then Thanksgiving just happens on October 11th. And everyone eats a turkey, but which is a no one really puts. It. But no one really puts. Like they, they've got pumpkins out. Yeah, they're, maybe right. they're not carved yet. They're just pumpkins. And right. then after Thanksgiving, <laughs> the pumpkins get carved. You know, like that's the only change. It's like the exact same decor on the front now yard. It's, yeah. it's just that's light just. It. Yeah, this once <laughs> once Thanksgiving's over, everything just gets cut up. You know, the you add the skeletons. Yeah, that's all. I, makes sense. I had this video. I shot it because I was like, I, I might show this to the guys at some point. And it never happened. <clears throat> this was like two weeks ago, but it finally fits. We have these people. I wanted to get your opinions on this. They go so over the top with Halloween. They're like one neighborhood over from us. And they have all these like figures in their yard. And they make they make noise. And you can hear it literally from a block away. And I wanted to show you guys, yeah, I've got videos. I'm going to show this to you. Let me see if this will work. If I just pull this in, actually, you'll have to give me a minute because I have to download them. Just give me, give me a a minute here. You have uh, a minute. I can, I can, there's always a, don't worry. Every every city, every city has that one area where people really go all out, you know, on their, their Christmas decorations or their Halloween or whatever. And there's always that one house on the block that everyone's like, ah, fuck that guy. Yeah, you know, he's like, 
He's drawing so much power from the grid, yeah. you know, <laughs> right? Other people's right. lights to, you know, Clark Griswold flickering right? at night. Right, <laughs> so everyone's lights are dimming. So here's from across the street. First of all, so that's the neighborhood, and that's the house. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's got like a whole yard full of shit. It's keep that shit the rest of the year. I wonder they have to have like uh, some type of uh, a storage unit or something. I've got a close up video as well. Let me see if I can Get pull it. that one up. <clears throat> all right, here's the close yeah, up have video. To, where the fuck do you put all that shit? I mean, there's a lot of shit. I mean, so that's just, they don't even have like a big ass house. So it's like, where does that shit go? Now I talked to the lady too, and she was like, because she was outside smoking a cigarette one day. And she was like, of course she was. Yeah. She was like, oh yeah. So we just started taking everything down in the house right now. You know, we take everything out, including the shower curtain. We do the whole inside of the house too. So here's the close up of their yard. What the fuck? And a lot of these things move. All right. And you hear that sound? Could you imagine yes, like a yeah. nice autumn evening? You got your windows open living next door. These fuckers are crazy. Yeah. If anyone dies, I know who did it. Yeah, right? This lady's smoking cigarettes in her front fucking yard. That guy oh, moves. That guy's fuck. Yeah. It just keeps going and going. And heads on the grill. Yeah. And then the whole backyard shit. is all set up, too. Like, I'm this in is, their yard now. This is crazy. It's not like obviously, you know, I've been to like haunted house scenarios where there's a crazy setup, but this is just some dude's yard. This is the type of thing you see in like, you know, that's a lot of work. Jesus, like, where that's would all I, I see when I see that? Like, a lot of work, a lot of work, and where's all that chick go? Yeah, Dude, they it just took them this? like two like, days to put that shit out there, more than that. There are hundreds of fucking. So, did you notice the theme, Scott? Like, do they have, do they have all the like the famous movie franchises covered? Like, is there a Jason there? Is there a Freddy there? Or are they kind of generic all ghosts and goblins? And there's the you'll see them in like like they had uh, the, uh, the clown from American Horror Story is in there somewhere. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, I saw him okay. in the clown sec. There's like a clown section, you know. And then there's like <laughs> what I was waiting for. Like walking around Macy's. The clown yeah. Aisle five. I was waiting for one of them to be like a real person that's like gonna jump out at you. You know what I mean? Right. We got the clown section over here. We have the actual serial killer section here. Yeah. We have the movie villain here. Yeah. 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 That's good. Genre. You have to ask her where she puts that shit. I gotta know. I bet they have a storage shed or, you know, some sort of storage locker somewhere. They have to. Like, that's... And it's that's commitment. Huge, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. No. But, yeah, I, I, that's that. the most I've ever seen. That's the most I've ever seen. Yeah, that's, like, the craziest Halloween yard I've ever seen either, you know? I actually that's, have one down the road from here that I was going to mention. Yeah. And now I'm just mentioning it to say that I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> going to mention it. <laughs> Because it ain't fucking that. Like, I thought no, these people man, were crazy was... down here, and they have, like, six things in their yard. And I was like, geez, over the top much? Oh. Yeah. And I have 600. Okay. But, yeah, I all I could think of is if, like, I live next door or across the street. It's like, oh, the air is cooling down. Let's, like, you know, crank open the windows and, like, enjoy the breeze tonight. And the screaming. Well, yeah. Another thing, too, that I, I guess, like... 
I don't know. I'm just thinking of it from a nuisance standpoint. But I could see like Christmas stuff, you know, in Canada. So let's say you live in Calgary in December. Yeah. You can put stuff in your yard and it might get snowed on. But that's fine because everything's frozen. You just Uh brush the snow off it and put it back in the box. But what if like what if it rains on that guy's yard for like three days straight? Like is all that shit just it's all like how much of it's yeah, I don't know. Like, is it rain safe? Like, does he have it all waterproofed and shit? Because there might have been a ton of work to go in to make that all, like, just be out in the elements for an entire month like that. Yeah. You know? It's the questions we just don't know. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. I'm just, the things that they're the doing. For, you have to get that lady know, on the to- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got to know. She's going to be just sitting there smoking like the lady in The Simpsons. Yeah. Wow. You know, we got a storage shed. Selma. Selma. You know, I just envision her sitting on the front front lawn with a cigarette. Yeah, it takes a couple days to set it all up, but the kids love it. God. Yeah, she ain't got no serotonin levels at night. No. Riding too high. It's all dopamine. Everyone visiting her house, the dopamine levels are through the roof for her all month. Look at my fucking yard. Yeah, <laughs> I get the best yeah. I love, I love that. I love that you just made her from Boston, also, even though it's in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, it fits. It well, fits. that's her attitude, right? She she moved to Detroit from Boston, and she's like, "I'm fuck you guys. I'm gonna have the best yeah." Yeah, yeah. I, I like just built a character. You vision the same person as me. Me too. I was, I was right there with out you. Out front smoking. Ron and I saw the same person in our head. Like, ding. She's out there. She's she's absolutely in one of those like giant shirts that just hangs all the yeah. way down a muumu type thing. I was right there That's with you, and I wearing. I saw her, and I still liked Ron's version better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Oh, I don't even care if it is right. It is right. Uh, <laughs> even if it's wrong, it's right. Yeah, I'm, I I I enjoy that. I enjoy that sort of, you know, creation of her in my mind. You know, we've all we've all had some interesting neighbors. So is that right across the street from your house? Like, no, thank God, it's like a starting. It's like a neighborhood over. So we have to neighborhood over. Yeah, yeah, it's a ten minute walk or so, something like that. <laughs> thankfully. So here's another thing: is her house like? really well known like do they talk about her on the radio and stuff like that i don't know i don't know but people pull up there like you'll see you'll see kids and stuff walking around cars parked or like driving by slow it's a very popular little intersection she's right at a corner too so i think that helps you know a lot of visibility from two sides I, i know a lot of places like back where i'm from in edmonton there was a street that was known for being like the christmas decoration street Yes. And like, yep. I guess everyone that lives on that street sort of came together and all agreed to do this crazy amount of decoration. So they would, they would talk about it on the radio. Like, you know, they'd hear yeah. the DJs go, yeah, I took the kids down. I can't remember what we called it, but you know, candy cane lane or something like that. We went for a drive last night, you know, to candy cane lane. And like that street gets busy at Christmas time. Like it's a residential neighborhood, but there's at nighttime, there'll just be a nonstop flow of cars through that neighborhood. Yeah. every night for like a few weeks before Christmas and you go to that neighborhood and it's like you're doing 10, 10 miles an hour down the street just everyone looking at houses and so it's like it's cool but I imagine it's a bit of a nuisance to live in that neighborhood sometimes on so many you know, levels I just want to sure. get to the fucking gym 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be me. I'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot milk. It ain't worth it. It's 45 minutes to get the milk. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a quarter yeah. mile away I from came here. came back out of my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Brutal. So what, what, what are you going to do then? If you're going to watch a Halloween movie, what are you going to watch? Honestly, what, if you had to pick a Halloween. I think I told you guys last year, Emily and I watched Alien. Oh, you did? Technically, yeah. Technically yep, yep. a horror movie, right? So we watched Alien. But we're going to go with something more traditional this year. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. You you know, really got me thinking on that that Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a, the first one was a really good movie. It'd be interesting to see how bad it is now. Oh, it's terrible. You know? Like, is it campy as shit? It oh, yeah. Be. Yeah, like super fake and stuff, you know? But, you know, it is what it, it that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. What it, about the well, early? Hold up. What about the Friday the 13th, like part three? The first couple. If you're going to do that, well, the first four, like, hold up as actual horror movies, I think. Yeah. And then they just get kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? Well, kind of ridiculous. They're already ridiculous. but And I think the first one still holds up really well because that was more of a traditional horror movie. Like he, there was no Jason mask. There was no hockey mask in the first one. People yeah. forget that. Yeah. You know, the first one was kind of a, you know, trailblazer of a, of a movie. So I remember the first time I saw the first Friday, the 13th, I was just like scared shitless. But the movie that scared me as a kid, the most was the shining. We've talked about that. Me too. Yeah. <clears throat> No, the original Shining. That yeah. was a classic. That was a movie that me the most. That's one I'd like yeah. to see again. That was Stanley Kubrick. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool stories about that. We've talked about that before. There's a lot of cool stories about when they made that movie. They almost drove that actress insane. <laughs> That's awesome to me. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Dusty? You got to pick one. I just one. pulled up. Well, so I just pulled up. Uh, Halloween movies just to see like what they had listed. Yeah. You know, and uh, it made me think of like, because of course they pull up like slasher movies as well. Like, do you remember Child's Play? Of course. Yeah. Yes. That was a great old one, you know? Creepy. Um, oh, absolutely. Something about that was just phenomenal. Then someone they have listed, I don't fucking follow how they're, they have the crow listed. I'm like, huh? Yeah. How great movie, but you, you missed the boat on that one. Um, but Halloween right. Ends is one that they're they're pushing this year. Yes, I see Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, is in it, so they've wrapped it up. You know, After I'm wondering how many if it would be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it's been over forty, hasn't it? Forty some years. I'm trying to think of when the original Halloween was. Yeah, fucking classic. You know, I don't know what year it was. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of options. There's 40. There's the 40 classic Halloween movies to watch. They even have them listed in order <clears> if you're unsure, Scott. Right. So, but some I of them are like, you know, like they've got Donnie Darko listed here and, you know, Beetlejuice, uh, stuff like scream. that. So there's a bunch of Halloween movies that aren't necessarily scary, you know? Yeah. So, the Omen. It was a good one. A thriller from 76. Yeah. <clears throat> the older ones were you know. freakier, I think, because the 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 <clears throat> the cinematography being weaker makes it more like it hits better. It's kind of like, do you remember when um, 
oh god what was it called blair witch project came out and the rumor was that it was oh. true yes yeah, yes that was, was amazing for like the first week everybody thought it was real you know yeah yeah <laughs> i remember awesome. watching that, was... that and, and getting car sick oh, oh i've absolutely. heard it i heard of people that happening yeah i heard of that happening to people you know, yeah, because there's just that shaky camera, just you know, you're watching it on the big screen, and you're like, oh my god! I remember <laughs> going to, yeah. I was such a terrible, I was such a dick. We, my girlfriend and I, went to see that movie, and my parents had just moved into this new house, and it was kind of like it's in the woods. It was like a wooded lot, <laughs> and the house is empty, right? And uh, I went downstairs, like the house is empty. I went down in the basement. You remember like there'd be somebody like standing in the corner facing the other direction. Do you remember that yeah. at all? So I went and stood, yeah. there's like one light and I turned it on in the middle of the basement. I went running over in the corner and I stood in the corner. I was like, hey, Colleen, come here. And I just stood there like that right after, like we literally just got back from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> And she still bit on that. See, I would have needed a little time to loosen it up first before that would work. I'd have brought, I'd have brought, I'd have brought Ron into the play and be like, "I need you to stand in the corner in my basement. Don't worry about it. Just, yeah. just, just do this for me. <laughs> We're gonna walk down together. You're yeah. gonna love this. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, those are the okay. end of our over unders for this week. And you guys, you guys went out with a bang. I didn't have to cover half. Oh, we did all right. We did all right. I thought you did good. You know, you guys even agreed on one, Scott. Good job, buddy. <laughs> is it the first time. I like. I, well, time? no, it's just, well, Ron. It, this is the first time that Scott actually chose a side. I think once once Victoria tried to pull that shit with him, he understood that <laughs> rated doesn't work. No, I was really right? yeah. That was very upsetting. <laughs> Fucking, you know, That's I almost ended the date day. Straight answers. I almost ended the date day right there. I'm out of here. I'm gonna watch Dahmer. Go figure out your apples on your own. Shit, I'm watching Dahmer. You can just sit here and yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, Dusty, I um, I guess I will see you in Dubai sometime yes, Thursday. That's so cool. Yeah. Crawling over Thursday, oh, so half dead. It'll be amazing. We're going to go to uh, Binus Gym and train, I guess. Go hit Absolutely. a workout. So, Dusty, I need you to promise me that you're going to make sure that we have fun to make up for my last trip. That's that's without a question. We we t we okay. find a way to have good times, and this gym will be a very memorable one. I can I can sense it. You know, with yeah, us going cool. there. Plus, I've you know I've asked for some people to join us to uh, get some good videos, so we can actually get some this time. So oh okay yeah yeah from just Is from there the any team, more you can tell like, we need. No, I just, I just told, I just told George, like, we got to have someone come. Same thing, like when we go, just eat dinners and shit. Like a lot of fun stuff happens that we never, ha like, we can never share. And I, then we get yeah. back, and you know, everyone's like, "Oh, did you have fun!" I'm like, "Oh, awesome!" And they're like, "Oh, did you have a picture?" I'm like, "Well, no." No, man, so Dusty didn't take Ron a single picture together. No. <laughs> yeah, you guys need, <laughs> we need pictures. I know you guys, you guys well, sent me we, one we, picture. We and it was like yeah, from the hotel room, and I was like, they totally yeah. fucking forgot, and they're like, oh shit, we didn't that get any pictures. Th no, that was literally <laughs> that was like an hour and a half before I caught my flight for real. It was like I, four in the morning. I could tell it worked. We made it work, but I was like, I know they're like, holy shit, we didn't get any pictures. Well, let's fucking take one now. True, no true story, Scott. Ron had the shirts that were given to us. He brought them up, hand them to me. I closed the door. 
and he knocked again and said, one second, and took a picture. <laughs> I was like, I did. Oh, yeah, that. That sounds about right. That's that's what I figured. Yeah. We made it work, though. It looked and, good. I know. Well, we that took pictures it. in L.A. in, like, you did. Mar- May. You did. So, I mean, why would we need another picture together? I mean, why would you need both look the same. any more than that? There you go. Okay. This trip. Thanks, everybody. Are we going to wrap this up? Are we wrapping? Yes. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Like, share, subscribe, comment, and And ring the bell. Questions for the next show. Dusty20, BigRon20 on IamMutant.com. For God's sakes, order some mutant. And um, we'll see how that maps. And uh, yes, questions for the next show. Put your questions on YouTube. They're a lot more likely to get answered on the question and on the YouTube question episodes that we do. And, uh, you know, keep watching, spreading the word. Anything to add, Scott? You look like you had something on your mind. No, I just was looking at the marijuana laws in the United Arab Emirates. (laughs) If this is the last show, guys, this has been like, this has been a really good podcast. And I've appreciated being able to work with both of you. (laughs) The end. Yeah, the end. I, I, oh, the end. On. Yeah, no, no, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a rough week. You know, it's gonna be a rough week. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe, I'll, maybe you can. How fast can you get a prescription for those, uh, those Marinol pills, Dusty? There we go. That's the big question. Here you go. I do it very you know, fast. You know, and I think they're, I think they're. As I remember, I remember someone I know who's like a huge weed head. I said, "Hey, have you ever taken mm-hmm. one of those Marinols?" And they go, "Oh God, no! I hate those. Huh. I hate them. They're way too strong." Oh, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, "Oh." From someone who's <laughs> over the top. Like, really? So do you have any left over that you still hate? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, you're right. The laws there are not favorable to people trying to misbehave. So I have a rule about when I'm in the Middle East. I follow all the laws, Scott. Good. Thank you. It's a good idea. It's a real fucking good idea. Yeah. I sort of, I'm a pretty seasoned traveler and I, I know that there's this thing called fuck around and find out. And when you fuck around, you often find out. And uh, so Dusty and I are going to be awake a lot. And we're probably going to eat a lot of food because we'll have nothing to do with all our time that we're going to be awake. It'll be such good food, though. I bet there'll be some awesome food there. the path of righteousness the whole time. That's it. Yes. We're going to uh, deprive ourselves of uh, dopamine while we're in in Dubai. (laughs) (laughs) By lack of choice. Okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you again. Remember, it's just bodybuilding. Cool. That was was good, Scott. I looked up the laws, and I gotta tell you, it's been a good podcast. All right, I'll see you guys. You guys travel safe. Thank you, Scott. All right, bye.